Yellow, welcome back to episode seven of Beauty and the Bod. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Let's go. Uh, what are we talking about today? We are talking about a topic that gives me an absolute pit in my stomach, which is toxic friendships. Yes. Let's face it. We've either had toxic friends or we've been the toxic friend. Or we've had both. <laughs> or we've been both. For real. Yes. So I am, I am, this is the one time I am not excited. I'm ready to, I'm ready to own my shit today. All right. This I'm is, excited to hear it. This is going to be like therapy. <laughs> but before we get into it, tell me a good word. A good word. Um, started a hormone class today. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Super excited. It's a women's only, it's called a hormone reset program, which I feel, I get kind of weird about like challenges, like monthly challenges of things like that that you pay for because I'm like, it's got to be like a scam, whatever. But oh, I, for sure. I did my research on it. Um, there's two naturopathic doctors involved and then like, Ooh. yeah, like some, I'm not going to lie, I don't know the third doctor, but mm-hmm. I'll learn more. So we had our first Zoom call today, mm-hmm. lasted about 45 minutes to an hour. And really this whole month, we're just going to be spending time learning about like how to optimize your hormones. Oh, cool. Um, what can cause like a decrease in secretion of certain hormones and things like that. So um, I'm just super excited because I think this is going to be a lot of, like, new knowledge for me, stuff I can store up in the noggin. And I'm just – I'm going to have a lot of good takeaways. Obviously, as, like, women, I don't think we were taught this stuff a lot growing up or even in school. I never heard anything about hormones. So I just think this stuff is super important to know as a woman, female, whatever – um, and I'm excited. I'm super oh excited. Gosh, I love that. I can't wait to learn what you learn. Learn through you. Saving all the notes just for you. Oh, God. I can't wait to read them. <laughs> all right. Let's hear your word. Um, well, I feel like now our words are, like, wellness-themed because my word kind of has to do with that, too. I feel like I'm making strides in my fitness journey. Um, I've upped the amount of times I'm with my trainer every week. Cool. I started doing Pilates. Got um, Been getting on my Peloton. Been tracking my macros consistently. And I feel like I'm trying to lean into the process of it all. I feel like I've picked up some unhealthy habits over the past year just regarding, like, food and fitness and stuff. So I'm really trying to correct those and find healthy ways forward. And I feel like I'm in a good groove. So feeling good. That's awesome. That's, like, you know what they say, trust the process. Yeah, I'm more like, I hate the process. That's kind of what I say. I say, why is this process taking so long? But that's just me. You know what I mean? So um, I think we're, we're all there at some point on, a, on our fitness or health and wellness journeys. Everyone's like, what's the point? And when is this going to change for me? But that's also where like your discipline, oh God. motivation, like your self-control, all that stuff comes into play. Yeah, like not my strong suits. I'm like, I've eaten healthy literally three days. Like what? Hey, what is going on? We all start somewhere. We all like my brother said this once you all like you all have a day one and you sometimes you have to repeat the day ones like your your day one you have a lot of day ones I've started over and had my day one like so many times I'm about to have another day one here soon starting over and getting back into fitness stuff whatever just, yeah anyways well, we're just on a journey we are truly truly so all right let's just get into it Oh, let's get, let's into, get it. into it. Okay, so let's just kick it off. Let's let's talk the hard stuff first. Loren, are you a toxic friend? <laughs> Am I a toxic friend? I don't know. You tell me you are my friend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, well, I, way to put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I won't take any offense to it, but if you say anything bad, this podcast is over. Um, this will actually be our seventh and final episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, well, let's say, yeah. have, have you I, been a toxic friend? Let's say it that way. For sure, I think I have. Absolutely. Um, in what ways have I been a toxic friend? I mean, I think for a long time I was super unreliable. Okay. Um, I think... I think there was a period, maybe in everyone's life, where you're, like, low-key passive-aggressive about things. Oh, you don't absolutely. Know. I think I'm still passive-aggressive. <laughs> you know what? That's cool, too. I think there's a lot of that is because, like, you don't know how to confront things with certain people, or you don't like confrontation, or you're, like, yeah, you're just not sure how to confront certain emotions or situations. Right, right, right. Um, so, yeah, you go about it being passive-aggressive. I've done that before. I will say, like, now, I'm not so sure I have... I'm not trying to, like, uh, hype myself up. You just have no flaws now? Horn, but toot, toot. No, I just, like, I don't know if I have toxic traits so much. That makes sense. I do think that I'm, like, I don't know. To be honest, back in the day, yeah, I mean, I was highly unreliable, which is not a good thing. Right. Um, But I've worked on that. Still working on that, let's be real. I don't know. I, I I don't know. Do you have any traits you can, like, name off? Right off the bat? Me? Talks oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely, I do. Absolutely yeah, no, I do. Um, I've been a very competitive friend in the past, um, and I will own that, and I hate that about myself, that I can sometimes be incredibly competitive, and I, I don't like when I'm like that with my friends, and so... And I will say it's weird, though. I'm not like that with everybody. I was going to say, is there something that sparks the competitiveness in you? There, there's there got to be, because I'm only like that with some people, and other people, it's like, I'm not even remotely like that, but I don't know exactly what sparks it. Mm. I'm wondering if maybe I see a little bit in, of it in other people, and then it brings it out in me. Yeah. Because there's other friendships that it's like, there's no competition at all. Yeah. So, but I know that I can be very toxic about that. I can be very passive aggressive. I, again, it's not something I like about myself and I actively try and work on it. Um, but I can be very passive aggressive. Um, but I mean, those are what I'm not going to say those are the only things, but those are probably the two biggest that come to mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you're like doing, any steps you're taking, whatever to like actively work on? not being that way like are you pretty quick to identify like him and being competitive in this relationship right now yeah I think a lot of it is realizing that a why would I want like my friends are my allies you know what I mean like my friends are like my biggest they're my teammates yeah so it's like why would I ever want to feel competitive against them yeah so realizing that also realizing that it's all fake Everything about life is fake. Like, the money is fake. The promotions are fake. What you have is fake. Like, none of it matters. You know what I mean? Because it all could be taken away from you tomorrow. Or you could win the lottery overnight. Like, you know what I mean? It's just realizing that it's like... That's a person is not, like, defined by any of those things. Or, like, it's just... I can tell you what... I mean, to me, it all comes down to, like, their character and core values. That's the real stuff. That's, yeah. And so it's like realizing that those things don't matter like at all and so and I think it was coming from low self-worth actually I think the more I've worked on my self-worth the less I have felt the need need to do that and I feel bad to anybody who's been on the receiving end of that from me because I think a lot of it was a projection of my low self-worth can I ask you a 
if you don't want to answer, cool, but I'm just going to just ask. Oh, my God. Put me on the spot, but yeah. I'm putting you on the spot. Do you have any current friendships that you feel you are competitive in right now? No. Okay. Absolutely not. Any friendships that you're, like, still passive-aggressive in a little bit? Or are you kind of, like, is that sort of just come and go? No. I, I don't, because right now I'm in the place where I don't, I won't keep those people in my life. Because it's, like, that's not the version of, because you know what it is? That is toxic to them. And I don't want to be a toxic presence in anybody's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as much as, like, friends can be, like, really, like, take a toll on you, like, you can, you can, somebody, you can be taking a toll on someone else. Oh, for sure. I mean, you're not perfect either. Like, we are not perfect either. Yeah. So it's, like, I don't, like, keep friendships. Like, I'll own it right now. Like, I've had a lot of friendship breakups in my life. Like, and... What I've had to realize is, like, and this is a hard truth probably for everybody, but especially for me, it's, like, if you lose a lot of friendships in your life, there's a common denominator. For sure. And it's you. Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, and I'm saying that as, I'm saying it to myself. Like, I've had to realize, like, Audrey, you've lost a lot of friendships. What is the common denominator? It's you. You're the problem. So I've had to own that. And be like, it's very easy to come up with reasons like, oh, well, they didn't, this ended because of this, and this ended because of this. I'm not saying it's not two-sided a lot of times. Like, I'm not saying there's, mm-hmm. you know, but I, if our friendship ended, I definitely played a part in it. For sure. And I think, I think you said something like, it's definitely two-sided. But I also think that there comes a point where you have to stop placing the blame on other people i'm not saying obviously that's not what you're doing here right but something that was brought to my attention um when i was working with my life coach like a year and a half ago she said this she said you you can't keep placing the blame on other people you don't have control over the actions and obviously people do shitty things sometimes but there's usually there's always a way that you can change your perspective Mm-hmm. or flip it around to, like, you can do something to change the situation. 100%. And I think that says a lot about, you know, who you are as a person when you're, like, not placing the blame on someone else every time. Even if it is their fault, right. there is still something likely that you can, like, take responsibility for or something you can do to to change the situation or change that relationship. And I think something that you do very well now is recognizing, hey, this is an unhealthy, like, friendship for me, whether it's you being toxic or them being toxic or just both of you. And so you cut it off or you end it and just say, look, like, I don't think we should move forward in this friendship. So you're recognizing that there are toxic traits or whatever in that relationship and you're cutting off. Like, I've seen that firsthand with you. I've seen you do it. Right, right. Well, and I think, too, it's, like, I think one of the most toxic things about, I don't know if this is, like, changing gears but I'm not trying to but I think that one of the biggest mistakes that we make in friendships is we have expectations of our friends and that Mm. is that is going to immediately bring you disappointment like the minute you have an expectation you're disappointed because it's your expectation you can't like you said you can't control other people right so it's like Actually, I feel like you are somebody, you are really good about that. Like, you really don't have expectations of people. Oh, like, if your friends, at least. These men, a whole other story. <laughs> but, like, your friendships, like, I never, ever feel like you expect anything of me. And I never feel like I have to, like, put on a show for you or I have to, sh- like, show up in a forced way. Like, I really ev- don't ever feel like you expect anything from me. Thanks. That means a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> so well. I'm blushing. Um, yeah, I feel like 
Because that's how I want to be treated. Yeah. I want, I would hope that people are the same with me. I think that makes like a low maintenance, super easy relationship when there aren't any expectations. Because honestly, when people do put them on me, like you said it, remember that when we had our last and final friendship breakup, <laughs> I think it's because a lot of it wasn't, I wasn't communicating with you very well. Or I wasn't, I wasn't communicating the way you wanted me to or expected right. me to. And that resulted in you being unhappy and me also being unhappy because I just felt this pressure of like, I have to perform a certain way almost. Right. And I couldn't do it. But honestly, too, I won't do it. Right. And I didn't. And then we like broke up. Right. And then, but then you came back and you were just like, look, you said it. You're like, I think I put, I think my expectations were just too high or I was like demanding or expecting too much from you. And... And since then, though, I feel like things have been great. And, too, I feel like I've also learned it, it is important to respond to your friends. Right. That stuff does matter. People do care about that. Even if, to be honest, even if I don't care too much about the communication part of it, other people really value that. So that's right. what I need to honor. But I also feel like it's weird that, like, immediately when we stop saying, like, you know, just talk to me when you can and that's okay. Like, we literally talk so much more now. Yeah, like, every day. Like, Every day, like, FaceTime for, like, a few hours every day. Yeah. And so it's, like, it's so funny how that just happened organically. But I also do think that's a problem of mine is I do have these expectations. But in some senses, it's, like, they have to be there in a sense, right? Because it's, like, a fine balance. Like, they have to be there in a sense. Otherwise, you just have friends who walk all over you. I think that's, like, you have to have standards, I think that's the difference of, like, standards versus expectations. You absolutely need to have standards of, like, friends or boyfriends, whatever it is. Any relationship you have, there has to be, like, some level of standard there. Yeah. Right? Like, go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, no, no. I was just, like, I was thinking about this earlier because I knew we were going to talk about this. And I think something I thought is, like, one standard I have now is I will not have take me or leave me friends. Like, if you feel like you could take me or leave me, like... Me, like, if I'm just, like, a, like, an add-on to your life, like, if we're at Chipotle and I'm just, like, add the, add the the tortilla at the end, add the guac at the end, like, I'm not interested because I don't treat my friends that way. Like, I would be devastated if I lost you. Like, my, my best friend Haley, like, her and I went through a friendship breakup for, like, two years. I felt... I felt more deeply about it than I felt, like, losing relationships. Yeah. Because that is the way I value my friends and I look at my friends. And so it's, like, if you don't feel like losing me would be losing some kind of, like, piece of your puzzle in your life, Mm -hmm. then I don't really need that friendship. You can totally be an acquaintance. Like, I'm not saying, like get away from me. Yeah. But if you're not going to be somebody I continuously pour into because it's like, I don't know, like my close knit, like my group friends, I don't know how to love differently. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. So I see if that's where, <laughs> that's what I'm learning to do is not be like, like I could take you or leave you. I feel like I have been that way for a very long time. I don't know if it's that I'm not like trying to like self-diagnose myself here mm-hmm. or say that I, I think, based on some of the stuff I've been reading, I think I might have, like, a very avoidant attachment style. No, that's super um, self-aware, honestly. I think. I have very anxious of, attachment, so that makes sense. But Yeah. No, I think that's super self-aware. Yeah, and I, I think it could be that. I don't know for sure, but I've just been kind of reading about attachment styles, and... I also don't think that's a diagnosis. I think everybody has... You know what I mean? I just feel bad. I'm not trying to be, like, over here, like, yeah, I definitely have, like, an avoidant attachment style. I've got some trauma to work through. You know what? It's You're trying to like figure that. it out, so I respect it. Yeah, I think... 
I definitely have an avoidant attachment style. So, like, for me, I don't really get attached to friends. It's been very easy for me to, like, this is not working for me. You're out. Like, I can't but do no, this. No, that's real. We're being, we're saying what's toxic about friendship. Yeah, so. so that's definitely a, maybe a toxic trait of mine. I mean, I can say, honestly, my best friend in high school, mm-hmm. we were good friends until she kind of, she screwed me over a little bit, tried to date the guy that I had been, like, my high school sweetheart, if you will. Oh, okay, uh, see, that's toxic. Yeah, we were on a break, right? Taking space, whatever. I think it was, like, our soft, the summer of our, the summer before our junior year of high school, I think. And she, like, was all up and on him and about him and was texting me about it. And was oh like, God. I'm, like, super interested in him. I think he might like me, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I know he doesn't like you. He's been texting me all summer, but that's cool. Like, whatever. Um, and then at my 16th birthday party, she was like, we touched hands. And, like, we... And at 16, you're like, what? Oh, yeah. And she's like... That's we, a move at 16. It is. And she's like, we stayed there for a while, like... Like, like our hands didn't move for a while. He wasn't in a rush to move his hand away. And I was like, bruh, no offense, but I still know. And I'm not at all in, like, the slightest uh, scared or threatened because I still know he's after me. But it's cool. So then I did realize in that moment, like, I, can't, I clearly can't trust you. Um, but I never said anything because him and I were on a break. So I was like, I don't know if I have the right to say anything. Right. However, I definitely did. I think looking back. So anyways, all that to say, we made it through high school as best friends. We did go through college as best friends, but she was constantly upset with me that I wasn't texting back enough and blah, blah, blah. So finally, this is where, like, I'm telling you, it's easy for me to sort of cut people mm-hmm. out. She's getting married. She's engaged. I went, she asked me to be in her bridal party. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through the whole process of, like, bachelorette, bridal shower, sat by her, like, wrote down all, like, the names of people who got her certain gifts, whatever. You spent some money. Um, We get it. Spent some money. Did, you know, I, yeah, did all the bridal things. And then, like, I think it was three weeks before her wedding, I had just gone through a lot, and she had been putting me through a lot through her whole bridal, like, stuff oh it, god yeah. being in bridal parties a lot of honestly work. yeah and she was not super nice to me like at her bachelorette party there were just some things that happened so i finally was like i gotta stick up for myself here so i had i even had my bridesmaids dress everything was ready to go mm-hmm. um and three weeks before the wedding i just texted her and i was like look i just don't think we can continue to be friends and i also don't feel comfortable being in your wedding i can't support you marrying this guy um because of the kind of person i know that you have been and the kind of person that you are and we never spoke again. Damn. So, yeah, I sent her... It was a long text, right? Like, full of a lot... She didn't respond? She did respond. She's, like, a few... I think it was, like, an hour or two later. She said, I respect... I respect you. Like, I respect where you're coming from. Or something like that. And we just never spoke again. She yeah. actually lives here. First of all. In Phoenix now. First of all. Yeah. I have an insane amount of respect for you for doing that. Because can we normalize dropping out of bridal parties? Like, can we... <laughs> No, I'm saying for real, because at the end of last year, I have a friend who's getting married this year. She's actually getting married next week. And I was, it was nothing she did. So it was a very different situation. It was nothing she did. I was just going through one of the worst times of my life. Right. And I told her, I took her out to coffee. I sat her down. I was like, I cannot support you because I am barely hanging on. And she legit was like, don't even worry about it at all. She's like, if you can come to the wedding, that will be the most incredible thing ever. And it was, like, the most, like, it was breathing fresh air for the first time. Yeah. Because I was like, that is exactly how that should go. Right. I don't have the capacity for this right now. 
oh my gosh, I totally respect that. No worries. I still love you. And she did. She never brought it up again. I went to the bachelorette party. Her and I talk. We go to lunch. Everything's fine. I'm going to the wedding next week. And I was just like, wow, how mature and how respectful. And I'm not saying that girl wasn't that way. How non-toxic. How non-toxic. Right? How non-toxic. And, um, but, but back to you. I really respect that you did that because a lot of girls would have just stuck it out, would have been talking shit about her on her wedding day, would have been mad at her. And you know what? I'm a big energy person and you did not bring that energy to her wedding. And I have so much respect for you for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, it was like an integrity thing. I can't stand by you on your wedding day if I like don't support the marriage for one because I, I won't even get into the details yeah, of that stuff. for whatever reason. Yeah. But um, also like I just don't like who you are as a person. So I can't, in good faith... Stand up there and say, I'm, like, one of your best friends, and I'm here to support you. Because I didn't support her. And honestly, yeah, I actually don't think there was a ton of shit talking going on. Shockingly, at that age, I'm surprised. But maybe there was, to my sisters. But, uh, yeah, it was... And, I mean, too, she handled it really well. I was expecting, like, her to blow up. Yeah, like, lash out. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think it was so close to her wedding that she's like, I don't have time to deal with that. Right. Which is also fine. Right. I think what shocked me the most was, like, okay, if you value our friendship that much, you would want to try to resolve this or at least figure out and understand how you hurt me so bad and what you did to, like, make me want to end, like, a seven-year... But that's where, that, friendship. that's where that expectation piece comes in. That's what you expected of her. Right. And I think I may have cried after just for a little bit because I mourned the friendship, whatever. Right. But for the most part, it was a huge relief of like, I'm glad this is over. There are some that are like that. I know I've had friendships that end that like, I have one in particular I still cry about. I still mourn it so much. But then I think about what would it be like to have that person in my life and I was never at peace yeah and so I'm like um because it brings the toxic energy I can't believe I'm gonna say this this is the cheesiest thing I'm ever gonna say but have you heard that song by Drake fair trade I'm gonna be honest with you I don't know if I (laughs) wow I don't know we are Drake fans Loren I don't know we are Drake people (laughs) in this closet I mean, maybe if I heard the song, but I definitely don't know the names of all these, Whoa. all the Drake songs. People oh, are like, wow. this one, I'm like, oh yeah, I love that song. I probably never heard it. Okay, well, anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. Drake, I'm your biggest fan, and he has a song called Fair Trade, and it says, I've been trading my friends for peace, and I think that's a fair trade. Ooh, love that. Wow. I love you, Drake. Can you sing this song? Because I might, like, get a better... Oh, it's those words, but in a rap voice, (laughs) is all you need to know. Um, But, like, and every time I hear that song, I'm like, damn, like, that's so true. It's so freaking sad, but it's, like... That's deep. Yeah, it's very deep, because it's so true. It's, like, unfortunately, like... And this is what I think, too. And I want to ask you this. I don't know which comes first. I'll ask you this first, and then I think it'll lead into it. Sure. Are you the type of girly that, like, when you have a boyfriend... You're like, I, I mean, I'm sure there's other ways, but I feel like predominantly people go one of two ways. Like, are you, um, you know, I have my man and it's me and my man against the world. And if I don't have anybody else, like, then I'm cool with that. Or are you like, no, I need my girls. Like, I I love my guy, but I need my girls. Okay. So that's a very big question. Cause I definitely used to be like, it's me and my man against the world. I don't need my friends. Abandon all my friends as soon as I get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. However... After this last relationship I was in, I did keep some of my girls around. And that's when I learned, like, this is super important. Because then we broke up. 
I had my girls. Right. And I had the people that were important to me still there. Right. Because in the past, I would break up with no friends at all, and I'm like, oh, I have to start over, like, reconnect or yeah. rekindle those relationships. You're on the apology tour. For sure. Apology or just, tour 2022. That's right. Hitting and all major cities. We don't want to be on that tour. And so I've definitely learned that that's, like, not how I will be in future relationships. Also, like, I value my space and, like, independence or if you want to say freedom and autonomy so oh, much. Wow. Let's break out the big words here. Hashtag love. Um, <laughs> that I just, like, I need that. I need, like, I need my friends or I need my me time. It can't just be about all about that right. the guy. No. What about, I would say you're great at keeping your girlfriends. But oh, have you I always ab- been? I absolutely am. Let me tell you why. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I will never, ever, 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 ever be an abandoned ship. It's me and my man. I don't need anybody else. I will absolutely <laughs> never be that person. Because I, this is my belief that nobody has to adopt. But my belief is like, no. Like, he cannot be your everything, babes. Like, he can't. Like, men are just not designed to meet all of our needs. They're just not. You know what I mean? Nor should they have to. No. That is such a heavy burden to carry for a man. Yeah. They should not be responsible for, they should be responsible for like 70% of you. And then the rest should be divided up like amongst your family, your friends, your coworkers, Just you, yourself. You. You Actually, your yes. <laughs> Less than that because yourself is important. And it's just like I I hear women say that and I'm like it's so it makes me sad because I'm like breakups happen, divorces happen. I went through a big breakup and I was very thankful that I had not abandoned ship with my friends because my friends got me through it. Yeah. My friends, like, carried me. Yeah. And so I just will never, ever, ever again, we live in a society where more than half of marriages end in divorce, relationships end every single day, and I will never abandon my friends for a guy because I'm just like, honestly, there's about as much of a chance that I'll, st- like, m- this will work out versus, you know, me and my friends working out. You know what I mean? Right. Not saying I will, you know, obviously if I get married, I I never want it to end in divorce and, like, I love my relationship and I don't want it to end and I'm not saying that. But I just, I feel like I've been around women that are just kind of like, I'm going to treat my friends lesser than because I have a guy and so I have everything I need and I'm like, to me, that's a red flag. It is. I think it's just... Obviously, though, that does, it is unhealthy, but I do think it's kind of a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think it's something I sort of saw growing up. I won't go into detail there too much, but I, I, yeah, I was just very dependent on both of the boyfriends I've had. I totally agree it's unhealthy, but it did take me a lot of, like, growing up, maturing, and just learning that, just, like, learning that you're so okay without a guy, Right. But that took me a long time. Like, I'm 28, and I feel like I've just started grasping it, the concept or the idea of that, at, like, maybe 26. And I'm really confident in it now. 26, I was, like, getting my feet wet. Like, ooh, how could I, like, could I have girlfriends and a boyfriend? Like, right. is that something I can, I'm capable of? Now I can confidently say yes, but it's... It's for sure something you have to, like, learn. It's not just, like... Some girls, I think, are really good at it, but I do think it depends on kind of what you saw growing up. 
and the example you had and your parents or just people you were around um, a lot growing up. And so, yeah, I think for some people it's just not, it doesn't come naturally to them. Well, I agree. And I, but I also think too, it's better for your relationship if you have friends, because I have seen people that it's like when they fight with their man, it's like, what do you do? What do you do? Because I call my friends. I call my friends. I'm like, meet me in 20 or whatever. But it's like, do you sit like, I feel sad because I'm like, what do you do with that? Like, I need my friends like to like talk me off the ledge. Am I right? Am I wrong? Like, you know? Yes. I completely, I see that now. I I didn't need friends so much back then. I had my sisters. So yeah, that's the thing with your dynamic too. You have a big family. Yeah. So I didn't have to like rely on friends as much as I did my sisters. I had, don't get me wrong. I had some really have still some really good friends from my earlier 20s that are still there too but yeah for me like friends just weren't like a big deal I have a question for you yeah because you have so many siblings what do you think of when people refer to their friends as like oh you're my sister you're my this like what what do you what is your take on that as somebody with a lot of siblings um actually the guy I dated prior all of his friends were like his siblings he used to tell me that I think that's cool Sometimes I think I wish I had that a little bit too. Mm -hmm. I wish that I had friends that I looked at that way as well because now I'm struggling with my siblings getting married and starting their families and just not being as available. Um, And we're on completely different paths at this point. Like obviously I'm going after different things as like a single person. Right. Whereas all my siblings, last one will get married in April, but they're all basically married, starting to have kids. Right. And... So our lives just look a lot different now. Right. Um, so now I'm to this point where I think I'm really understanding the importance and the value of good, healthy friendships. Right. Because I need that a little more now than I did when my siblings were, like, available and right. not married or whatever. Right. Did I answer the question? No, yeah, that makes sense. Like, you you, you see value in it. Like Definitely now. Yeah. I have to say, though, prior to, like, my sisters having babies, maybe... I think, to be honest, when I found out my sisters were pregnant, it was slightly devastating. Because I, for one, I was like, why hasn't that happened for me yet? Right. But two, like, this is going to sound so sad. But I just thought, I was like, I'm losing my best friends. Yeah. That was hard. That was hard. But, But still, like, I mean, those kids are like the greatest blessing. Right, and it's just a new chapter. For sure. And we're still super close. I was really scared, though, that we were going to... It was like, this is where we're going to separate, because, like, I have... I'm going after such different things. My priorities are so different that I just thought, what are we going to connect on now? Well, and I think that's something that all friendships go to, because I remember there being a time in my life where I looked around me, and everybody was engaged. Yeah. Everybody was getting married, and... Still now, everyone's engaged and getting married. Like, this is... It's happening. (laughs) I think think it's weird, though, now, because I feel like out of my friends group, I'm the closest to that. True. Not saying it's happening right now, but I think... It's gonna happen. If it were... I hope. (laughs) Um, But... I think that, so it's a, it's different for me now, but I remember looking up one time and, you know, just feeling like everybody's moving on. And I think also, too, for me, like, so for you, it was like your worst fears didn't happen. Like, you didn't lose your best friend. I feel like for me, my worst fears did happen because I felt like 
I felt like I had certain friendships, definitely not all of them, but I had certain friendships where I felt like it was just so known all the time. Well, I'm married. And, you know, I, I know you don't understand, but I'm married. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, can I, like, fuck that. <laughs> no, I know. I just, like, I don't get it. Like, I, I, I think marriage is so important, and I don't want to come off like that, but I definitely don't think it should be, like, there's, like, this, um, like, elitism around mari- marriage. And I'm like, yeah. um, I don't get that. Immediately, no. <laughs> Immediately, no. Because I just, I hate... I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate how women's accomplishments are measured by the timeline of domestic shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's so cool (laughs) that you're married and have a baby, but how close are you to achieving your career goals? How close are you to accomplishing things in your personal life that you wanted to? Because those things matter just as much as marriage. And I hate when a woman is doing incredible things in her career or she's made so many incredible accomplishments in her personal life. And it's like, when are you going to get married? And it's like, um, who cares? Yeah. Did I, did I say I even wanted to get married? Like, yeah, yeah, I feel that. I think that's definitely like a super traditional way of thinking. It's, it's old school. It's hella old school. But like my, my grandma actually, cause I told her, I was like, this was a while ago. I was like, Oh, we got to give grace to grandmas. Love grandma Susan. But yeah, I mean, I told her I really want to be like, I really want to be a corporate executive. I want to make it big in the corporate world. And she's, she was like, and it was sweet cause I know she meant well, but I was like, no. It's not how it works these days. She was like, so, so what are you, what are you going to do? Like a corporate executive job like that is going to, it's going to take up most of your time. How are you going to have time for like a husband and, and kids? And I was like, well, I mean, I got to have a boyfriend first. Don't have that. I'm so single. Like it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I would just, I was, I was like reminded of just how traditional and old right. school. Cause in my mind, you know, I'm, how we're so much more progressive. Right, right, right. And I was just like, I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, I can't think about something I physically do not have right now. Right. It, yeah, and it's just like, because in that time, it was like, once you had a husband, you were taken care of. And you have achieved greatness. You have achieved You're married. Greatness. You've got the ultimate, like, life. I would just be like, I don't know, Grandma. Like, I'll leave some food out for him. Like, and, you know, I'll make sure, like, the water's all filled up all the time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like. Well, yeah. And I feel like, Growing up, I always thought, I'm just going to get married. I'm going to get married and be a mom. Yeah. That's all I wanted. After going through, you know, my relationships and stuff um, and being single for so long, I want more than, than that. Like, I mean, I have to want more than that because if I just want to get married and have kids, I mean, that's super cool, but it's just not happening for me right now. Right. So I got to chase other things in the meantime, but I do absolutely want to get married and have children. I also think, too, though, it's because when your, your grandma was our age, there weren't as many opportunities available for her. For women, so, yeah. Yeah, like, Agreed. we have made so much, like, st- many strides in progression for women and what women can do and what we're capable of and what we can take on. It's like, naturally, our wants and desires are going to evolve with that. Right. So, I always try to remember that and say, you know what, like, they can't understand wanting more because they weren't able, they weren't given the opportunity and our opportunities literally came on their backs. Right. Of like, so I always try and remember that. Respect for the grandmas. Oh, grace for uh, the grandmas. Grace for the grannies. Um, are we getting super off topic? Oh, we're so off topic. Toxic, toxic well, friendships. Let's go back to our <laughs> friendships. Um, so let's talk friendship breakups, though, for a second. Because 
I think that's important. I don't think anybody talks about that. And I think it's important to talk about because when I've gone through a friendship breakup, I'm like, oh my God, like I'm the worst friend. Like I'm the friend who can't just like get over shit. Like I'm so toxic. Like, and I think we need to talk about, it's totally normal to break up with your friends. It's not great. It fucking sucks, but it happens. And it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or your friend, it's just like a relationship. You just couldn't make it work. Well, and you're also just walking away from something that doesn't serve you or the other person. Right. And that's just like a healthy way to handle it. Right. And it's literally like, it's like quitting a job that was taking a toll on your mental health. That's really freaking hard. And it's scary. Yes. But sometimes it has to be done. But I just think that women need to know, like, if you've had friend breakups, like, yeah, examine them and kind of think about, okay, where did that come from? What part of that was my responsibility? But also, no, it, it doesn't mean, like... It's super normal. It's so normal. Yeah. I've I had many. <laughs> I've had many. Honestly, I've probably had more than most, which I need to talk to my therapist about that. Um, I've only had one. Really? That one? That one. I mean, that we, like, that I actively said, like, I just don't want to do this. I don't want to, like, be your friend anymore, pretty right, much. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I assumed, because I told her, like, I understand what's the consequences or whatever what's to come right. of me not, like, attending your wedding and doing this. And, like, I, I was, like, I totally get that we probably won't talk anymore moving forward. I don't expect that. Like, right. this is cool. Yeah, that was the only one that I've really, like, ended that way. I've had friendships that kind of, like, ebb and flow and, like, we just kind of stop talking and it filters, right. like, out. Yeah, I don't think of that as a breakup. Okay. I don't consider that a breakup. Yeah, I've had many of those. Yeah, yeah. Where it sort of just falls away because that's just my personality and I don't have any reason to be like, this isn't working for me. It's just, like, honestly, it's just, I probably didn't text you back enough and didn't keep it up. Right. No, I'm talking about, like, a distinct, like... We're ending this. This is not... This We're not continuing as friends. Yeah. I've only had the one. I think I've had... Okay, well, I've had, like, f- four, but two of them I'm now friends with again. Like, because yeah. I had the that with... I don't know. Haley was such a special condition because I was going through the grief of my dad, which was so traumatizing. But I we never had a conversation, like... Right. Like, we're not speaking again. It just, like, it was very known and apparent. Right. But, so, I don't know. I guess I would and wouldn't count. I count it because it was absolutely horrifically devastating. Like, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, one of the, it was the greatest loss of love in my life, honestly. Mm -hmm. But we're, we're in a good place again. So, I mean, obviously, you know, like, it's okay now. And then you and I, we had that distinct conversation. But, again, we, we matured and came back to it. Yeah. I've only had two that it's, like, unresolved, but hot tip, if you do have, like, one friendship, I would encourage you to send, I mean, you could send a couple if you want, but at least one text, like, sometime after it's happened, and just put love there, and just say, you know what, like, I know we don't talk anymore, but I want you to know that I think about you, and I love you so much, and even if that means loving you from far away... I just want you to know that because I think it's just so important for, like, the karmic purposes of it and, like, also just, like, like it's cleansing for like your healing. soul. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, you have to – I really think that there is power in, like, wishing people well and saying, you know what, like, I'm – you know, we're not friends – but that doesn't mean that I don't want anything less in the entire world for you. And some people do that, like, as to have, like, the, the, the leg last, up. Yeah. Or to be like, I I used to have this phrase. 
And this is important too. I'm going on a tangent here, okay? Just just write it with me for I'm a writing second. Writing it. I'm here. I follow this influencer and she says strong opinions loosely held. And I really resonate with that because I've had so many like opinions throughout my life when now I look back and I'm like, that's toxic. But I used to have this opinion, it's like, oh well, I'm just keeping my side of the street clean. And I don't believe that way anymore because I think that that can be very toxic because it's very self-serving. Mm-hmm. It's very like yeah, I'm just thinking about yourself. Exactly. Like I'm just going to say that I'm thinking of you and that I love you and stuff because then I feel good about it. Yeah. And it's almost putting people on a to-do list and checking them off. Like I sent one last text saying my side of the street is clean and I, now it's on you. Now it's on you. And I just, I really used to believe that, but I feel like I've grown and matured and I'm like, I would never in a million years want to reach out to somebody for no other purpose than saying, oh, well, my hands are clean now. Like, it just feels yeah. gross. Yeah. So, strong opinion, loosely held. I have changed my my stance on that. I now think that do that just because it's really important to lift that burden off both shoulders of, hey, this was super fucking hard on both of us, but I want you to know that when I think of you, I only think of good, lovely, loving things. And I think that releases you both in a way to know that, hey, there's... Don't carry anything around because I'm not carrying it around and I, I want to send you in, like, I want to send you out in love. Like, I, I don't know. I think that I like that idea, but I only think you should do that if you truly mean it. Oh, 100%. Because I wouldn't do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know I would never freaking tell somebody that. I wouldn't do that unless I truly meant it. Like, I didn't follow up with that girl saying that. No, that, you bring up a great point. It has to be true. You have to be truly, because I I completely agree with you that, like, if you're, because I guess, too, if it's not genuine, that kind of comes back to your, like, whole point of, I'm just doing it so my side of the street is clean. Right, right, right. And I, like, I'm not about that. Right. And also, I feel like people can see right through oh, that. Oh, 100%. Well, maybe not all, but some. 100%. Right. So, I, I agree. I think that's a good idea. If you feel... If you feel, like... If you feel led. Right. If you There you go. If you feel led or, like, drawn to doing that, sure. Generally, though, if I'm ending it, I don't feel that towards you. And I'm just, like, I don't really... Like, you just do you. I'm going to do me. And I don't... Like, I hope you... Like, I hope you do well. But see ya. But I'm not going to tell you I love you because I probably don't. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that because chances Honestly, are... Honestly, we're ending don't. the friendship. It's not okay. like I'm like, by the way, just, well, you don't know. I still don't care about you. Usually if I'm ending it, it's because like, you don't deserve any of that energy. You're over it. Yeah, well, I'm not going to give you that right, energy right, right. or that love. Do you Do you think that's because... I'm too harsh. No, you're not maybe too I'm harsh. too harsh. Okay, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay, maybe. I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm wondering if it's because, and this is not a shot at you, but we that's just cool. talked about it. Because we love our friends very differently. You, I love on a deep ass level. I love, you know what's so funny is I used to be like, I love you like a sister and I love you like a family. And now I won't say that to people because I realize like, I'm mean to my sister. Like, (laughs) Alex, if you're listening to this, I love you. I'm sorry. (laughs) I care for you deeply. I care for you deeply. Come back to me. Come back to Arizona. Um, I am so mean to my sister sometimes. And I, like, I do not treat my sister as well as I treat some of my friends. And it's because she's my sister. Oh, yeah. You know I think mean? we all do that. Like, I've definitely done that. Like, we all lash out. And it's like, you and me are riding for life. Like One, you know she's still going to love you at the end of the day. 100%. And so it's like, I actually don't want to say that to my friends anymore because it's like, I don't treat my sister that well. So if that's like... 
the comparison, like... This isn't good. That's not good, and I'm going to kind of bully you and be mean to you sometimes, and I don't want to do that. So... But even uh, if you did bully or, like, were mean to a friend who you really do value as a sister, that is also just you being human. You're okay. It's okay if you mess up in a friendship. Like, friendships aren't meant to be perfect just like your siblings' relationships aren't. But I also feel like when you love friends that way, sometimes you can be setting it up for failure because I think about my relationship with my sister. And obviously there's going to be extreme forms. There is times when family members have to be cut out of your life because it's very toxic. Me and my sister aren't toxic like that. Family members can be toxic. A hundred percent. And sometimes you have to be like, no, I can't have you in my life. I'm when I say being mean to my sister, it's not like that. It's more mm, just like, like sisterly mean. Alex, you're being dumb today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then but, she sends you a super nice gift. Oh my god, and... the gifts! My sister is the best gift giver. That's like cute. gifts is her love language. She should be a professional gift giver. That's she's cute. she's so giving. I, sh- I you're to... hyping up the shit out of her. I hope it's she's because I know she listens. <laughs> so I, I love sa- it. I openly talked about how mean I am to her, so I have to hype her now. Yeah. Um, but. In friendships and relationships, this is, maybe this is a tangent, but in friendships and relationships, I think you set a dangerous precedent when you say, I'll love you no matter what. I, you can do anything that would make me not love you. Oh, so you, I can treat you like shit and you're not going to leave or you're going to sit there and take it. Like, I just think that sometimes that can set a really dangerous precedent. Like I now in my friendships will be like, you know what? I will always respect you and I will always meet you where you're at. Like, no matter what that looks like. But I'm never going to promise to a friend or anybody in a relationship that I will love you no matter what. Because if you start being toxic, if you start talking down to me, if you start... Ooh, can we go back to friends belittling you? Yeah. Okay. But you know what I mean? It's like, no, I won't love you no matter what. Like, you have to love me and respect me, and I will love you and respect you. So, I yes. I saw this quote on Instagram, I think, somewhere, some, like, life coach or something I follow, whose quote was, like... There's a difference between, like, unconditional love and, like, also having standards. So it's it's sort of, it ties in with what you're saying. Like, you right. can love someone unconditional unconditionally, but you still have to have standards there. Right. Because loving someone unconditionally doesn't mean that you just let them treat you like garbage. Right. And I'm just going to love you anyway. Yeah, you're, like, beating me. I'm still going to love you anyway, babe. Like, hit me again. I'll still love you. It's, like, obviously that's a romantic relationship, but, right. like... The same goes with friends, boyfriends, whatever. You can love someone unconditionally, but you still have to remember, like, who you are and what you deserve and set the standards of, like, I'll love you, but you can't treat me like shit. Right. Like, if that's how you're going to be, like, I'm cutting off anything good I have to give you. Like, and it you know is what a, I mean? Yeah, and it's okay to have standards and friendships. I really like people think standards. that's, like... I, I've literally had people tell me that it's, like... Well, you, again, you gotta be careful with the expectations. But, like, it is okay to have a standard in a friendship and say, this is my standard, this is what I need. And it's okay if that person says no. Yes. It is okay, yeah. But that's... I feel like we're talking about the perfect type of friendships where someone's like, I hear your standards and I can't meet that. And so, no. But but I'm just more because I've had friendships like that. Really? But I also think, no, but you're right. I'm also talking about like really, I think we need to also clarify, not all your friendships are going to be like this. There are literally going to be your friends that you just go to brunch with every once in a while. super easy, yeah. And you send memes on Instagram. I think we're talking like deep friendships here. Deep, lifelong. Your besties. Your besties. Besties Your girls. Like your group. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure, they're like the easy ones that you're like, oh, we meet for lunch once a month. Got it. Those people are are the best. 
Because you can just, like... They're yeah. so low maintenance. Like, and they don't need anything from you. You don't need anything from them. You have your four-hour conversation at lunch, and then you're like, oh, my gosh, that was so long. So great catching up. I'll see you in four weeks. And those people hold an important space, too. For sure. There are all kinds of different Friend friendships. Friends are like onions. It's like peeling back the layers. Yes. You've got different types of friends, or, like, for different reasons, I feel. Like, I feel like you also have friends that you're like, we just go out together. Like, we literally just go out, and then oh, that's pretty much the only time I see them. But we bond and we go out and it's like, okay, bye. And like you have your Instagram friends, like people I literally only communicate with on Instagram. I love them. I've And don't recently, you ever come for those people because those are my friends. No, seriously. No, I've recently, recently made some friends over social media too like that. Like connected with some girls in like Yuma. You know who you are. And um, yeah, it's been really sweet actually. But we just talk over Instagram. Yeah. And it's really I fun. love that. No, and, and that's why I think it's important we say, because I feel like if anybody listened to this episode, they're like, these girls would be a nightmare to be friends with. You guys are hella high maintenance. You guys need way too much from your friends. You have standards, but I also think standards are something you have to learn. Because in high school, I was like, and in my early 20s, I was welcoming every friendship. Yeah. Letting everyone in, not realizing that only certain people deserve your time and energy and deserve to be in your space. 100%. Not everyone deserves that, and that is okay. Right. It's, and it is okay to just, like, it's so hard. I remember thinking, like, the number of friends I had was the most important thing in the entire world. And I just feel like I, I know it's a natural progression to learn that lesson as you get older. I think that's how it happens for everybody, but... My God, if I could have learned that, like, five years earlier. All you, like, early 20 girls or guys, whatever, take heed. Because this please. is, like... Yeah. Learn from us, please. Well, it just saves you so much time, energy, heartache, like, friendship breakups. Yeah. But also, like, everyone has their own journey. I'd say, like, I struggled with that, with that kind of stuff a lot more than even, like, my younger siblings did. But they learned from the older Right. Kids. You're always like, going to learn from... Yeah. You know what? I will... <laughs> I'm really not trying to, like, oversell my sister here, okay? I know I know this is how it sounds. My sister has always known that. She has never been worried about the amount of friends she had. She has always just had her, like, little core. Her few little friends. Yeah, and she is, like... And she's cool with it. Yeah, and her best friend, like, they became best friends in high school, and they're still best friends. And it's, like, they, they've gone through stuff, but they're still best friends, but she's never been concerned about quality, ever. See, I think it's... It's, it, I think it is in some people and it's not in others. And that just shows you how different everyone yeah. is. Because I could say the same about a few of my siblings. A few right. of my siblings, like, like my oldest brother, huge friend group, but he's very social, very extroverted, loves to socialize. Loves people in general. Right. Yeah. Second older brother, friends, he has like his small group of friends and that's how he prefers it. Very close knit, like tight group. Right. But he prefers like those more, I don't want to say intimate, but, but I guess, like, close relationships, yeah, 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 versus, like, having a ton. But it's not bad either way. No, it's just totally, like, but, like, Your personalities, preference. like you say, plays into that. If you're very extrovert, naturally you're going to have those bigger friend groups because you gravitate towards, like, my, my best friend Haley, I can't keep up with the amount of friends Dude, she has. I can't either. But I it's know. because, like, people are drawn to her. So she makes five best friends every single time she goes somewhere because people are just drawn to her energy and She's like the life of the party type of girl. A hundred percent. Totally. Like, she just has the most radiant energy in the room. So it's like, she has all these friends, but it's like, I'm a little bit more introverted. So, like, maybe I'll meet somebody when I go out, but chances are, will I have a re- lasting relationship with them? Maybe, maybe not. Right. Like, you know what I mean? 
what I mean? So, yeah, it's totally personality type plays into it. Agreed. Yeah, you, like, value, the. I think, the closer. Yeah, I'm a... Friendships. A closer. More personal. Because I also... Time is so important to me in friendships. Like, I do want, like... Not a lot, but I do want some investment of your time. Like, I don't... I don't need texting buddies. Like, I literally, like, there's, like, 47 unopened text messages right now. And it's, like, I'm not getting to them anytime soon. So, it's, like, I really don't need a texting buddy. Or I really just don't want to sit on the phone all the time. Like, I want a little bit of your time. Like, Like in person. Yeah, I want to see you face-to-face. I want to be a part of your world. I want you to be a part of mine. Yes. And so, like, but if you have too many friends, you can't give that to all of them. So, that's why I try and keep it closer. So, it's, like... I really can invest in the friendships that I have and that they, and they mean something to right. me. Right. I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm the same exact. I think that's why, too, we gravitate towards each other. Yeah. Is because we both have, like, that similar love language of, like, quality time. Yeah. And, ooh, we should talk about, side note, like, love languages at some point. I love oh, my love God. Languages. That'd be so good. I, I love love languages. I, I love I'm love. all about it. I do. I love love. I love, I love love. I love loving people. In the way they love it, too. Like, love to be loved. Yeah, we should talk love languages. But regardless, I think that's why we gravitate towards Oh, 100%. That's one of my favorite things about you is, like, it, I mean, not so much anymore. Not since the podcast because we have, like, a standing date. Um, but if I hadn't seen you in a week or so, you're like, I haven't seen you. Like, let's get let's something on the books. We've like, been going to dinner quite a bit prior to the podcast, even I though. know. We should go to dinner. I'm hungry. I'm down. Um, New restaurant. But, yeah, no, and I really appreciated that about about you. You're like, you haven't seen my face, you haven't heard my voice talking to me in person, and you're like, let's prioritize that, let's get something on the books. And it doesn't have to be every week or anything, like, but just knowing that, like, hey, I value you, I want to see you, spend time with you, I love when people are like Yes, being very intentional with your time. Exactly. Completely agree. Well... This is fun. This was, this was good. I feel like we really owned up to ourselves. I'm proud of us. I am too. I am too. I feel like I have some digging to do, though, on some of my toxicity, like, I don't know, like, toxic traits I have. I'm not sure. Well, I think you're saying that, and that's the first step. Like, the first step is being like, hmm, maybe there's something here for me. I just want to make sure. I do want to make sure <laughs> I'm, like, meeting all the friend standards. Am I, like, a good friend? Maybe I should survey my friends. Rate me on a scale of 1 to 10. Oh, I would say feedback. you are... <laughs> A 9 out of 10. And I only say 9 out of Shocking. 10 because, like, if I say 10 out of 10, it's, like, there's... It, am I really... Yeah, like... You could text back a little faster. <laughs> like, realistically, you could. Um, <laughs> but, no. Other than that, I think you are a wonderful friend. I think you care. I But I also think that I... I, I rate you that because I've seen your growth. You have grown so much, just as a person in general, but also in your friendships, like... Maybe a couple years ago, you would have gotten, like, a six. Yeah, but, for sure, which I don't blame you for that. Oh, me too. Like, I would have been, all. like, a, a three, four on a good day. Like, you know, <laughs> I had some issues. But, no, so I, I say that because I value your growth so much, and I think that's so incredible. Yeah, thank you. I Yeah, I feel like, too, that's something, as much as you try to be, you know, your best self in your romantic relationships, I think it's important to always try to be your best self in your friendships, too. Oh, yes, because... Um, we'll end on this. How you do something is how you do everything. Amen, sister. Preach. So, <laughs> how if how you do one relationship is how you're going to do them all. I feel that. All right. Good point. Well, this was a lovely episode. This felt like therapy. Should I cancel I my therapy session tomorrow? I feel like I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't have anything to talk to her about. Girl. 
I'm like, Sharice, I'm actually good for this week. So you just, you take that hour, girl. You go to get a massage. You get a facial. You go get no. a latte. Like, tell her, listen to our podcast and you'll see why. She's like, actually, I listen to your podcast and we have some stuff we need to talk about. <laughs> There's some serious issues we need to address. She's like, and invite your friend, too. <laughs> She's like, you two have problems. Um, well, as always, this was wonderful. Um... So follow us on social media. You can find us at Instagram on on Instagram at Beauty and the Bod on TikTok at Beauty and the Bod and specifically on Instagram we have some really fun content coming. So if you don't follow us, yes. go follow us so you can be notified when that is dropped. Yep, like, subscribe, follow, leave a review if you feel so inclined. Just you know, that's it. Really, it's all I have to say. Actually, but so. be, but be nice. We we're really sensitive, <laughs> but we're but we're not. But we can handle the truth. Okay, Loren wants the feedback. I don't. So if you have feedback, just DM her, okay? Send me the feedback. I'll take it. And then she'll sugarcoat it for me. (laughs) Mm, 